Support your own. Support your own. Three words that I live by. If you follow me on any social media platform, Instagram, TikTok, really only Instagram because I don't really understand TikTok. Support your own is a very strong theme in a lot of the things that I post. And the reason why I support, I promote support your own so hard is because as a independent entrepreneur, as an independent person, it takes some time to realize that you do need help. A lot of times the help surprisingly will come from people that you don't even know. You see a lot of times people will support, promote, repost, forward things with people that they don't even know and will never meet. Meanwhile, you sitting over here with your business, you're sitting over here with your album, you're sitting over here with this idea, and it's hard to drum up support from, I would say, unfortunately, majority of the people that you actually do know. They'll jump on a wave eventually. But I've spoken about that many times before. In this installment of Support Your Own, I'm actually taking more of my platform and putting some light on another young, talented, assertive, independent individual. I've been blessed with many people. Jamil Huey was an author, a nurse. Um, Speaking of nurse, nurse practitioner, nurse practitioner, that's really hard to put together. Nurse Bear with me. This is hard. I want you guys to try to say this three times. Nurse practitioner Shatanya Perry, who came on my show and spoke about vaginal health and women's health and stuff that men need to do and pushed her product and her company where she promotes female health. I've had the blessing to speak with a licensed therapist now, the topic was about Kevin Samuels, and I think sometimes the mess, some of the message got missed. But he has his business down in the DMV area. And I know I'm missing some people, and I apologize if I am. I didn't write this down. If you listen to my show, you guys know I don't write things down. I'd rather go on the cuff, go off the head, as my fellow MCs say. And this week, I had the pleasure of sitting down with a young man named Trevor He's going to kill me because I'm going to mess his last name up, last name up. But Trevor Ojukwu, young man who has started his own, honestly, empire. And the reason why I say empire, and that's not to say my other guests have not started their own empires. Of course they have. The reason why I say empire with this young man is because I actually saw it from the beginning when this, in my mind, or at least from what we spoke about, wasn't even a plan to seeing the steps. And it's almost like seeing like my little brother grow. And I'm very proud of him, and I'm very proud of what he's doing. And I want to take this time to support him, not only because that's my guy, that's somebody that I know. I didn't want to support Jamil. I didn't want to support Shetanya, just because they're people that I know. Granted, they have great information, and of course, it works. My 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 um my fan base becomes theirs, and vice versa. But I want to really support them because these are black people, black women. And black men. And, you know, as I said, I think of Miss um, Naima Washington, who who was doing a lot of self-healing and trying to start her own wave down in Houston. You know, I can go on forever and ever. Mr. Trevor Ajuku, or Trev Cien, as he calls himself, is doing everything from mental, physical health, nursing. I mean, I don't even want to get into too much because he can explain it better. So without further ado, I want to bring episode, I think this is 52 or 53. I'm going to say 52. I haven't thought of a title yet, but by the time this comes out, there'll be a title. So without further ado, here goes Trevor and Juku. Juku. Trev CN, support your own. UG, let's go. What's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT, Iron M, a.k.a. Joe Rogan, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, bro. I'm tired. I just got off a night shift. It's fine. 
But I'm here with a super, super special guest. I've been trying to get my guy on here for about like two years from the jump. He was one of the first people I thought of when I wanted to start this podcast. But the thing is, what I wanted to talk to him about back then to what I'm going to talk to him about now, it's almost night and day. Well, not really. It's more like mid-afternoon to like evening. But my dude has grown so much from that time to now that we had to shift gears. And I just really wanted to get him on. So I'm here with my favorite RN, favorite. I'm just going off with you on the Instagram, bro. I can't remember the the whole resume, bro. (laughs) You good, bro. You good. You good. My my man's resume would take 25% of this this podcast, man. But (laughs) I'm here, my man, Trev CN. What's going on? Welcome to the Black and Red Cave, man. What's going on, bro? How you guys doing? Uh, so my Instagram is TrevCN. Like uh, my son Greg said, oh, I should say Iron. Can I call you Greg? Woo! Drop it. Call you. you call me Iron. Yo, I, I'm <laughs> leaving that in there too for the record, people. My name is. <laughs> I have the most ambiguous name ever, Gregory Eric, and whatever my last name is. So I was getting jobs on the resumes until they heard my voice, and it was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never really know. Cause I'm like, yo, I know. I think uh, you say Eric more, but yeah, my real life is Eric. Okay, yeah. When we was at, can I say the hospital? I don't say. Yeah, that. Okay. Well, we worked together. Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, I don't say that because I tell about I tell a lot of stories of what was going all right, on. All right, cool. So when we when we worked together at that institution, it was always Greg. That's how I met you. So I was yeah. like, oh, I already yeah. know which one to say. You know, well, I'll, I'll call you Iron for the sake of the interview. <laughs> so as my man Iron said, uh, my name is Trevor Cn. Trevor and Joku is my name. I'm a registered nurse, uh, personal trainer. Um, I'm the founder of Curve Lab, a wellness design company. We provide athletic loungewear with uh, health center messaging, personal training, um, and recovery. Uh, also an investor, YouTuber. Yeah, that's about it. We'll keep it like that. Yo, we'll keep it like that means I'm not telling you the other shit that's in the stash. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that means. This is the, yo, that's the first things that came to his mind. So how the hell was I supposed to like remember all of that without writing it down? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So we, we just working, bro. Every day just working, bro. And it's funny. That's why I was saying, like, the steps that you took to get here. I remember when we were there, we were sitting with patients, looking at them for eight hours. Bro, it's so crazy. You met me when I was, you met me when I was 25, bro. So I was like, what, six years ago? That was, was 2016, 2015. Yeah, you met me. Yeah, bro. I was 25. And it's so funny because you said what you wanted to ask two years ago is different from what it is now. And I feel like that's just how much I've changed and grown and evolved kind of like right. almost like every quarter almost like, you know, I just, that's a bar just work right so there. much on like that personal gro- facts, bro. That's a bar. So much on that personal growth that I just like, yo, we just like changing that. and growing so fast, you know? I mean, it's quarterly, yo. That's like when you got to put your business taxes in, man. That's dope. <laughs> Which I didn't do. I'm getting in trouble this shit, bro. I fucked up. But anyway, yeah. um, I'm yeah. a little late on mine too. Don't you all good? All right, good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I remember like the first time, like, you know, I always saw you around. It was always cool. Like for the most part, when one thing I do like, and you travel a lot too, man. When black people see other black people, it's generally like an immediate link. You know, even if it's like a head nod or something, it's some mm-hmm. type of connection. Most mm-hmm. of the time. You do got your little fuckboy niggas out here, but like right, for the right. most part. And then one time I remember we sat down next to each other and we just talked the whole night. You know what I mean? And um mm. I was like, yeah. You were surprised. You're like, yo, that's how the nigga talk. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you knew <laughs> what I was doing in that place. Cause I'm I like <laughs> like on the yeah, outside, right, I, I kind of yeah, on the outside I kept itself. But boy, 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 yeah. I had a chapter on that part of life, bro. <laughs> right, right, right. And especially when you in an institution where like there's predominantly, you know, European Americans, it's just like, you know, you got that like the head nod. It's just like, all right, I see, yeah. I see yeah, you, my brother. Always, like <laughs> always, bro. Yo, I see I you, just, my brother. Like I just came yeah. back from um even like where there are black people like when i just went to new orleans i just met like walked in a bar there was some black dudes there and we just now i had to fill them out i had to make sure i wasn't gonna get murdered or nothing like that but started right, taking right. shots we were chilling i bought my own shot people do not drink shit that people you don't know give you but like we right. just chill and took dude number and never talked to nigga after that but like you know that's just how i go yeah, yeah. Man. and yeah, um, that's definitely how i go you said something because at that time you was in nursing school and i was in rt school Right. And we was working overnight. And I remember you said something to me that kind of showed me that you was a little different. Like, I saw a little drive in you, but I didn't see this. You know what I mean? But I Oh, you got to tell me this, because I don't think you ever brought this up to me before. Nah, I just remember asking. It's very simple. It, but it wasn't, it wasn't what you said. It was how you said it. I remember this. You know, visually, I'm like a savant. Like, I remember exactly where we were. We was on the second, uh, third floor, Char- uh, Charisse's unit. 
and I was, oh uh, uh oh yes 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 the woman I forgot the name of it nah not, she, not, the, woman's not the woman's six I know you talking about yes I said I know exactly what you talking about yes well, six north or whatever about. it was right 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 right, I was right sitting on the couch I had one of the worst I was terrified of this fucking lady <laughs> you know what I'm saying was she asleep <laughs> me and you was talking and I was like yeah I might still come back here and do um per diem once I finish school with you and you said fuck no and I was like uh I see that this nigga like that little thing the way he said like why the fuck would I go backwards and come back here and I had Relax. to actually take note of that. I'm like, yeah, why the fuck am I thinking like come back here? Yeah, it's a comfort thing for me, man. It, bro, you and the thing is though, like, there's no growth with comfort, bro. Like, you got to get to the point. You got to get to the point. I've learned that in so many different aspects with like everything that I'm doing. I was just talking to my sister about this. I feel like for the past year, especially with like this entrepreneurship journey, mm. it's like I, I'm having so many first times to the yeah. point where it's like not knowing anything is kind of like the norm for me now. Mm. And I, I feel like I'm somebody who's pretty knowledgeable. Like, I feel like for the things that I've been doing when it comes to like, you know, nursing or fitness, whatever the case may be, I feel like my skill set, my knowledge base is, is pretty good. But like, I've been dealing with so many different first times you wouldn't even know, bro. Like yeah. every day there's something new, but like, that's how you grow. Exactly. A lot of people are scared of that for whatever reason. I, I don't know what it really is. It's just like, I don't know if it's fear of like, you know, looking, uh, I guess you could say stupid. I don't really know what it is, but right. you got to get used to being uncomfortable. You have to because yeah, you you're comfortable. Stagnant. You're not doing enough. Yeah, 100%, yeah. bro. Yeah. You, know 100%. What you know what I think it is? It's somebody I've, I've been caught in that, you know what I'm saying? Comfort. Like even yeah. by working now, I'm comfortable as shit, you know, and, you know, right, right, right. the workload is cool. And I'm comfortable I'm at with that because that job allows me to do my outside stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. I think we are kind of, you know, we we grew up in two different backgrounds, right? Like you're you're right. born to African born parents, which I'm sure is right. We'll get into exactly. that. And I grew up in American and not that my mom wasn't on me, but we're right, kind right, of conditioned right. to just fall in line and get complacent, you know, get right, right, right. enough, you know, and that's it. Right. But like you said, you don't grow. You keep curling with tens, the muscles ain't gonna get bigger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, bro, and you could relate that with so many different points of life, bro. And mm -hmm. it's just like I feel like even with African parents to the point, they're not really like they they'll push you. But once you get to that, I guess that that point, that plateau for them is like, okay, you're a professional, you're making mm -hmm. good money, and mm -hmm. good, that's it for them. That's it, right? It's not really, it's not really too much of a. If you come to them with any type of like entrepreneurship, you know, endeavor or anything kind of creative, or they're kind of like not for it. You creative, understand what I'm it. saying? Creative, yeah, forget, forget it. it. Forget it. They I don't used to really love. Believe. <laughs> One of my friends yeah. was like, I want to tell my parents. He was, he's Ghanaian. He was like, I want to tell. Okay. Him. My parents, I want to be a DJ, but I'm scared. I was like, you should the, be, Oh, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I was like, you should good be. Good luck. Bro. His parents was not having it. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. Is it the lawyer, lawyer, doctor, engineer? That's like the three yeah, categories. Like, I would say anything, anything STEM. STEM plus lawyer. So, mm. and sciences. So that could be doctor, nursing. Mm -hmm. If you say you want to be an RT, that's cool. Technology, nah, they, They'd be like, what is that? Tell you <laughs> they would they would say what is that they would say what is that but then once you tell them that is this and this i feel like especially now with ever since the pandemic people are a lot more familiar with that profession so yeah we finally got that. some light yeah you definitely got some light definitely got yeah. some light i mean same thing with nurses we got a lot more light i feel like nurses were kind of like the the golden ch ch children throughout the whole pandemic before that it was all about the md so yeah you know, everything uh, is md and it, little do they know not that they're not supremely important but Right. they're not hands-on like that you know? exactly and that's and that's what the pandemic showed because you know mds was like they were doing orders outside of the room like okay yeah da, 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 da. yeah but yeah yeah while we in there looking <laughs> while like we in there literally sweating and up. shit <laughs> sweating and shit <laughs> sweating in the gowns like oh yo that. did you yeah, have to bro. did you have to do a um did you have to do any compressions and shit in the gown during the covid uh, thing 100 percent, bro 100 percent. that shit is unfucking comfortable bro <laughs> bro it's it, bro and it's terrible because don't even get me started on that because especially in nursing i'm first of all i'm one of the only males and then yeah. like they see me aesthetically mm -hmm. and they're like he's in mm -hmm. good shape yeah. so like i don't yeah. i don't get i don't get breaks like that no, like you know you can switch off every two yeah. minutes i'll be on the chest five minutes mad like, long yo and <laughs> mad then, long. i had that too the sweat dripping down a mask and then you can't take the mask off <laughs> So you got to keep that shit on. Nah. And Facts. again, B, I'm claustrophobic, bro. So that's not comfortable to me. And there was times, Facts. I remember this one time in particular, I'm in the room, I'm at, you know, we go to the head of the bed. So I'm like behind the bed and the walls behind me. I'm exactly. surrounded by all these doctors and um, right. I'm bagging. I'm not doing impressions, but it's, I'm bagging the kid. Right, right, right. And I like had like a, 
I want to, I want, I just want to take them. It's all, it was almost like how in the military, they make you go into like a room, put the gas mask on and they fill the shit with gas. You take it off. That's right. on you. And right, I felt that right. for half a second. I was like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, ain't yeah. It, you know, maintain. Yeah, you, got, you, know, you got to get right. And then do what you got to do. So, you know, I forgot how we got to that, but uh, that's, yeah, we that's how the got... show go. That's how the show go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we definitely, we definitely got, got a lot of light during the pandemic. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we, um, and I salute you guys, man, because I know the adult side, you know, I work with kids, the adult side, we got smacked and we ended up taking adults, which I don't work with. So it's like me having to go to school again. Right. So I, I salute the adults, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much flow y'all got though. But y'all, did y'all get like a lot of flow there? Uh, what do you mean? Like, were you getting a lot of patients? Because you didn't work in like a trauma center or nothing like that, right? No, no, no. I mean, even as, even as we, to be honest, during that time, oh, I said, the, I dropped the name of the hospital. Right, we'll take it anyway. That's what the yeah, editing's yeah. for, baby. <laughs> I receive, uh, I'm writing that shit down right now. And right, I was like, right, all right. So <laughs> even at that, even at the institution I was working at during um, the pandemic, uh, a lot of those patients, they have providers within the system. So they would call the secretary and they were advised not to come. So flow wasn't in terms of like uh, census, it wasn't yeah. as high, but the people that were coming in were sick. Okay, so true. like, you know, so exactly. So it was like, that was like the emergency room of the hospital. So I was sending people to the ICU at least like to a shift two, three a shift. Crazy. Like, yeah, every shift, the system. Crazy. You come and then remember at that time, they didn't want to do um certain types of like um uh oxygen supplementation because they were talking about um, um uh so droplets. Open, open circuit. Right, right, yeah. right. So it was either nasal cannula or intubate. There's no yeah, there was no in no, between, bro. <laughs> no high flow, no, no bypass, no. no um what you call these things. Um Sure to open their lungs, bronchodilators. There was nothing. Mm. It was either nasal cannula or intubate. And and that's cannula, it. So, cannula is not doing it, bro. That don't give you no. It's not doing it. Ain't doing it's it. Not, it's not doing it. You know what so, I'm I was sending people to the ICU. So I, us and RTs worked really well. Like I mean, okay. all the time. Because yeah, once dope. it goes, once you going past five liters, up oh, RT, yeah. you got to intubate. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, no, salute. Yeah. Salute to all my healthcare people. Salute to everybody involved. There's a lot of people that seem to feel like they get overlooked, and I agree. Right, right, like, right. Security had to come in there, too. You know what I'm saying? Pantry still had to go bring the food in, you know? Yeah, facts, so, bro. Facts. Salute to everybody. But for us, man, I I, I can say, yeah, I give ourselves two shots instead of one shot. You know what I mean? Right, so, right, right, right. But, yeah, how right. we got here was we were talking about just <clears throat> kind of like complacency, man, and Oh, 100 percent. Yep. Yep. What yep. what do you think gave you the drive that you trying that got you here? Was it your pops pushing you? Was it like just or you just you just had that in you from jump? I, I mean, to be honest, bro, it's funny because sometimes I've gotten to the point where like I kind of talk less because I, I I'm I'm aspiring for like that point where I, I could be labeled by a lot as like an intellectual athlete. That's what I call them. Like you ever seen somebody that you they talk for, like 10 minutes and you'd be like, wow, this is a real intellect. Yeah. Like, you could just tell. That's what I'm kind of aiming for. So, you know, I've been reading a lot. I, you know, I always was seeking knowledge. And I feel like you you growing up, right? Well, as men, we 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 want nice things, certain things we want. Sure. We want the we want the girl that looks the best. We want the we want the and then what do the girls like? Oh, they want the nice car, they want mm-hmm. the, the house, they want the guy who dressed well, they want the guy with a nice body. So I was always, not to say that the girls was the spark, but I was always trying to be the best. You understand? Mm-hmm. How do I be, how do, I, it, it, it helps. It helps <laughs> yeah. though. It helps. But for me, at this point, I real—I mean, I guess that what kind of started it a little bit back in like high school. Yeah. But for me now, it's not even about that. It's just about being the best at whatever I'm doing, just leaving that legacy where like yeah, you get to a words. point. Yeah, you get to that point where you live forever. That's yeah. kind of where I'm at with it. Like I, I made a little post on the, like the beginning of the year, like you know, legacy, greatest sign, money, because like when you got that legacy, bro, like you never die. So that's kind of yeah. what I'm like. That's what I'm searching for. You understand? Yeah, so it's definitely. just. How do I become the best? So, you know, you got to work on certain things. Like, you got to make sure that you look good. You got to make sure that you're in shape. Make sure that you, mm-hmm. your, your wardrobe is on point. Making sure you do all these things. You're well-read. You're learning. You're well-traveled. So, you know about certain things. You're in tune. So Exactly. You got to be I, a total I, I, package, man. It, yeah, you got to work, bro. Sure. It don't, it don't, and it, it don't helps come. you be, it helps you be, um, helps you be versatile in the space and it helps you move quickly. Like if something does come yeah. out of left field, you can adjust to it a little faster because you yeah. have resources to pull from. And, and the yeah, thing you said about I'm legacy, not. like I find it dope. How many parallels we have in certain things? Like, yeah. I'm not trying to be a rapper for money at this point. Like, I, I mean, there's no money in that shit. Honestly, you fake rap niggas acting like they got money, but you know, right. they probably got more than I do at the moment, but they ain't living like that. But 
I wrote yeah, a line. Yeah. It was like, um, I don't write for a fan base. It's for the immortality. I physically can't chase. It's like, I want to mm. leave that legacy there. If it's going to live forever, if I died in the next 30 seconds, somebody's going to hear right. that. You know what I mean, somebody's going to hear this right, podcast. Right. So, 100%. Yeah, I dig that, man. And even with the, yeah. um, you mentioned like women being a, kind of like a motivator, like Dave Chappelle, was it Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock said, you know, if, um, if women didn't like nice houses, we would live in a cardboard box. Now, I think he's exaggerating, but he's like, you, you get the message behind it. Like, well, all right, right. It's all good. 100%. I mean, a lot of things are motivated by women when it comes to men. You, know, you understand? Until you get to the point where it's no longer that anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like that was definitely part of it. Like middle school, high school. It was like, all right, how, I, how do I become better? So, you know, you play football. So yeah. I got into working out. So that, that stayed forever. Then it was just like, okay um I, I need some money so let me like you know figure out what i'm going to do professional wise something that like i feel like i'm giving back and i'm making an impact but at the same time I'm getting paid like yeah. no See, i'm not gonna key. yeah yeah I, I mean don't even get me started on the whole school thing and like you know higher education in america like i feel like we've been kind of like society has kind of brainwashed everybody to kind of like yeah 100 percent, bro to go to school and acquire all this debt and mm-hmm. put terrible returns on income like it's a I'm horrible sure. ROI, yo. Like, I think a degree, unless you ROI, really, ROI, really, yeah. really, really have, like, your plan and you actually need that to get to the step. Like, right. when I have kids, man, I'm not going to force them. They got to have a plan now. It's not like I don't want to go to school. I want to sit in the house. That ain't happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? But right. um, I, I was actually looking at a documentary at work uh, last night about, like, student loan debt. And my debt ain't even crazy. It's like 30000 right? From mm. not even an RT shit, from a psych degree act. Like you said, I graduated from the associate's but respiratory got out of school and was making 40 an hour. Whereas starting out at that, <clears throat> whereas I graduate 40,000 in debt and hold up. Oh, that's never happened to me before. Right, we are live. So for the first time in my recording life with the zoom shit, um, they actually cut me off 40 minutes in. I didn't know that was the thing. So, you know, we learning on the fly. Hey, that's never happened to me, bro. In the last, I've done like seven interviews on this. Never happened. So I don't no, know. That's no. crazy. Yeah, that's right. I just learned something, right? So, yeah, so that's the whole good. point. Every day, first times, bro. Life first time. First times. Crazy. <laughs> that's how, yo, at least it wasn't like we eight hours in and some shit like that. I'd be in pain. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, so we, we touched on like work and COVID and everything like that. Like, right. I feel like the COVID experience for you was a, from what I know about you, you know, you tell me if right. I'm wrong, but it's a, it was a big, big trigger for you to kind of step into what you're doing now even more. Because I right, already had right. kind of the plans already while you was doing the, right. school, the, the work shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, when talking about, like, just entrepreneurship and just looking at other endeavors, COVID kind of taught me that, like, at the end of the day, and this is there's nothing wrong with this, right? I, COVID taught me at the end of the day, as an employee, you're just going to be a pawn in the bigger picture Big of people picture. that are, are trying to make money. Big fact. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Everything is driven by money. And at the yeah. end of the day, it's it's a give or take, right? Everything in life is a give or take. The, the whole world is just full of transactions. So you giving them this time, they give you a check, and then and in turn, they make money off of your labor or whatever yeah. you do, whatever it is you're doing. So in my head, I was just like, what makes these people so much better than me that I can't start something? You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And not only that, um, when I look at myself, I see somebody as like when it comes to wellness, I'm that person. Like who who else better than me to try to create something that kind of provides wellness, but from the lens of like a kid from the Bronx that's right. black. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. for me, it was just like being in that dealing with the politics of the of the hospital it wasn't really for me. I, I looked at it like, hey, like you know, again, the critical thinking thing. Is this something that I'm going to be doing until I'm 65, like they tell me to do? Yeah, go and get that me, little bullshit pension at. And all that. It's not even a pension. Like now, pensions are gone. Now, pensions would have been cool. cool. I mean, unless you're like in uh, like uh, one of these NYC hospitals, H and H hospitals, you're not really getting a pension. What they're gonna do is they're gonna tell you we're gonna match you up until three percent, and then you'll get that when you retire. If you take out earlier, you get penalized. So it's just (laughs) like you know, (laughs) it's this thing of like questioning again. Like, does this make sense? Right. Does it really make sense? No. Right. And you think of, and you think about it, and when you learn the business, the dynamics of business, you start saying, okay, I'm a nurse. I'm getting paid. Let's just say I'm getting paid 120K. That means off of my labor, these people mm. got to be making at least 500. Imagine. 
I say that shit all the time, yo. Like, yeah, I'm cool At here, least. but they getting it. During the COVID, my experience, our vice president was in her summer home in the Hamptons talking shit. Talking about be happy, oh, yeah. be happy you got a job. And I was like, <laughs> while we fighting for like PPE and shit like that, like be happy you 100%. guys got a job. And I'm like, how? We looked at the bonuses they made that year. They made like a $9 million bonus. I made what they gave us like a $3,000 bonus, you know? 100%, bro. 100%. That's how, that's how it go. And then you in there, and then you got to think about it. Beginning of COVID, like, of course, as healthcare workers, we kind of got numb to it. Let's just be honest. We got numb to it. We weren't as scared. That right. The whole fear-mongering thing wasn't really working with us anymore. But, like, mm-hmm. March, April, May, I was scared, bro. That shit was terrifying. It was very terrifying. That was like, scary, man. You know, the fear-mongering on the news was crazy. So you literally, and then not only that, you're seeing it not only on the news, because the news shows you the numbers, right? You go right. tough and get institution. But right. then you go to work, and then, you know, I don't want to say, but, you know, people are doing things they're not supposed to be doing in terms sure. of, like, checking on patients that they've had, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, people talk, and you hearing about these patients that you sent to the ICU, you sent to step down, they're dying. That's it. So you're like, fuck, if mm-hmm. not me, I could get it and then kill my parents. You know what right. I'm saying? I could kill, I'd kill my, my siblings. So it was scary, bro. And these dudes is sending pat on the back emails from their crib. Yeah, what the fuck? Never came in once. I hate, never, never. Never but they came got, in they once. They got the money. They gave, and then they never give us the... Thank you, healthcare workers. But when it came time to negotiate, right. came time to negotiate the contract, they were talking about one percent. Fuck you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like, I was man. like, yeah, nah, man, you know. And then, of course, I've always been trying to, like I said, I'm always seeking information. I've kind of just got to the point where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, I think I have, the, not think I have the confidence myself where like I could create my own vehicle sure. and bring and bring wellness through my way and which is going to be more relatable to people, man. Yeah. People like, you know, people who get the, I always say people that kind of go through the curve lab experience, like they train with me, like they, they, uh, they buy the clothes. They like the clothes, like, you know, they're right. getting their recovery done. They come to the boot camps. These people are better people. Yeah. You know one of them, like my homegirl yeah. Diana. If you look at Diana from two years ago to now, different person. Yeah. confidence is through the roof body is better you know like and then like i said i'm just starting to close for the first time but like i'm gonna get to the point where i build a repertoire like people would just wear that wear this mm-hmm. uh and then there's a whole story behind the loungewear as well wear that where it's like they're conveying this messages but they're still looking good aesthetically and it's just gonna be like yo well, what you, you're you building it. you're building like a culture you know what i'm saying and low key yeah are, exactly and that's how it starts yeah. you build it right. without people knowing and then before they right know, they in it, right. you know, like then you become a fucking that was a verb, great point. Like, Googling that was a great became point. a verb, exactly. Without you even realizing it, you were like Google right. became something. You know what I mean? And um, I think you do a great job with that. And I've noticed um, even Diana's growth. Like the first time I met her was at one of your camps, right? Where you fucking killed me, bro. That's the first time, <laughs> yo. I'm a fairly athletic person, man. I'm not John Morant, but I'm not fucking you know whoever. Insert whoever. Cardio has never been my thing. I've always hated to run. Like, I was actually born with a heart defect. So, like, cardio is a little bit more difficult oh, wow. for me. Yeah, but, you know, it never stopped me from playing ball or anything like that. I just had to, right. you know, take little breaks more. But, right. yo, I felt like I, I, almost, I almost tore my shit. And it wasn't no fault of yours. Like, we was doing <laughs> something, bro. And it was hot that day, too, if I'm not mistaken. It was and hot. I, it was and hot. I was slightly hungover, right? Mm-hmm. And when I go out there... Man, I'm cool. You know, I'm at this time it was like two years ago, so I'm thirty. Right, right. I'm thirty eight at that time, bro. Yeah. I'm seeing all these people in their twenties, early thirties. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm this time I'm still bagging chicks at this age. Like, you know, people think I'm really right. now. I'm with it, and I work out, so I'm with it. You right. know, we did something, and then you had us run, and I'm like, nah, I'm gonna beat these young niggas, man, bro. I almost died. My legs were fucking dead. <laughs> And I hope nobody noticed my legs were fucking shot, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro. And, that's, and that's one of my things too. I feel like, like for instance, with you, like you, you. I remember the first time we you came to the session with me. Mm-hmm. And we're working on legs. Like mm-hmm. my thing is, like I people, what gets everybody into fitness and wellness in general is the aesthetics, right? Yeah. But it gets to the. But that's what gets you in. It's just right. like when I told you earlier about like having me start what was the girls, but then eventually it was. You know, so aesthetic gonna get you in, but then eventually you get to the point where you just wanna be a better individual. Sure. So my training is very functional. Like I'm not like somebody that's just like, oh, like I, I feel like I'm one of the most versatile like people yeah. I know when it comes to like I guess I call myself an athlete, a versatile athlete. Like I swing kettlebells, I box jump, I right. do legs, right. I, I I run, I I you know, I I, I uh, power lift. So, you know, it's all about being a yeah. functional person. You don't want to be somebody that's like you in the gym, but like, uh, let's say, let's say you're just a power lifter 
and then you uh, an explosion happens and now you hang off the fire escape you you never did a muscle up in your life you can't get yeah. yourself up yeah. you know yeah. so i think about things like that like oh how am i gonna make my client more of a functional person without them even noticing Right. Because yeah, I'm exactly. a, I, I get them. A, I get them a little questionnaire. I ask them what they want, and mm-hmm. then everybody, the girls are like, "I want a bigger butt." The guys, like, "I want a bigger chest." I want yeah. nice arms. We're like, yeah. "Okay, let's throw these things in." So like, you're being a functional human being. No, and that's you smart. Actually, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's really just teaching people things like that, and I just just common things, bro. Like you know, mobility exercises. I've had guys come in, especially the guys come in. And they're saying that they have these type of goals and we do this. And then the whole session turns into a mobility session. Mm-hmm. These guys can't even like squat parallel. Right. You know, they have no hip mobility, no ankle mobility, no yeah. knee mobility. The range they don't of motion under- is all fucked up. Right. It's yeah. all off because like, you know, people don't really know. And you don't know until somebody right. tells you. you right. Know? We don't exactly. So, we don't train. And that's, that's the difference between, I think, a trainer and um, a person that is investing. Like anybody can say, I, I'm a spot you let's do this right, lift, right, lift, right. lift 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 like that's i don't need right. training for that like i can do i'm right, just doing right, what right. i do every day that's that's not even training that's working out yeah 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 that's I, your like, workout versus problem. actually mm-hmm. training someone like yo yeah. we're training like some people come and be like oh yo my trainer he killed me today i'm like if every time you train with somebody he's killing you it's mm. not you're not yeah. training you he just yeah. give you a good workout i can yeah, tell yeah. you do 100 burpees and you're gonna be dead like okay exactly you know what i'm saying yeah. so Fuck you and fuck burpees. You look like one of those niggas that just want people to do them, bro. I hate burpees, bro. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're great, they're pretty, but I hate what, them. They, they are. They're pretty effective. It's a good yeah. full body workout. Yeah, and, and I peeped that your the way you took that in your class and even in your in your your courses. Uh, so Sunday service, right? That's what you call it, right? Yeah, before I was camps. going to Sunday service, right, 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 right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you was doing it on Sundays, now you do it a little bit more, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, now it's just curve camp because it's just under the curve lab umbrella. So yeah, we get the um. But before I even ask that question, with the classes, man, I'm I'm I wanted you to come in on on here as well. Sorry, I'm stuttering. I just saw some weird shit. Um, the reason why I wanted you to come on here as well, pause is, (laughs) yo, mind you, (laughs) let me say something. Why this is? Why I had to really pause that at that moment. I'm still immature, people. I enjoy life, right? I told my (laughs) man. I told my man we're not doing no video. So he come on the Zoom. I, all I'm seeing is nipples and traps. <laughs> and then I say, come on. And I'm like, <laughs> like all I see, like, he's starting. Yo, bro, I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's starting. I'm, I'm all in, like, I got my T-shirt on. I'm hot in my studio. I got my little hat on because the reverse camera. <laughs> I got a big forehead. The reverse camera kills me. So I always put a hat on, right? <laughs> bro, there's no visual, though. So it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But, yo, as I, as I, you got you to gotta understand the situation I was in right there where I said some, like, <laughs> The reason why I came there, and then I look at nipples and traps. Oh man, I'm like, <laughs> a little distracted for a minute. Man. <laughs> but but yeah, yo, this stupid, bro. But yo, like you said, like with with that person that you were talking about, um, Diana. I see the girl in general. Like I, I run into her, run into her in the gym every now and then. Super nice girl, man. And she, yeah, yeah. see the growth, and she put up one pitch. I ain't gonna hold you. I I think she's extremely attractive and. Personally, I think I got a I got a hundred dollars coming my way, but <laughs> personally, I got a hundred coming my way. But um, chill, chill, chill. Nah, that's some that's some inside joke thing. It's not as bad yeah, as people it's think. Not. People. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's um, not. It's not. She's fire, bro. But I see put a one picture. She had like a green bathing suit on, and I was like, yo, I see that difference from that from the girl that I saw oh, when we went to the curve camp. And, right, right, right. And that was not even that long of a time difference, you know. And right, she bought right. in. She bought in, and I actually want to give her props. Because I've told you this before, one thing when you're starting your own business until it really starts flowing, your people that you know are like the last supporters, like or they're the worst right. supporters. Yeah, bro. She's in your corner, like heavy, you know. And I've always yeah. appreciated that, so I want to shout her out because I'm sure yeah, she'll yeah. listen because she's your biggest. She's a very big supporter of you, so shout out to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She told me that you had up uh, one time saying that, but um, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to that, and I've told you this before, bro, you mm-hmm. can't really like. Like, you got to find the people that want what you're giving. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't right. ever get mad. You know how many people I know, bro? Like, come on, man. Like, I've, I've gone away to school. I'm in a fraternity. Right. I just know a lot of people, bro. I, I could probably say 70% of those people haven't supported me, bro. They see of it. Course. I post it. You know how mm-hmm. I go. But I'm not mad because it's not for you. Right. And also, you also got you to understand human nature, bro. People are like, like, this guy Myron Gold that I watch a lot. He brought up a good example. People are like very big on like FOMO and very big on doing what other people are doing. Yeah, like he gave, he, he gave a good example. He said, You stand in the middle of a park right now with a thousand people and you just start, you just look up, start squinting your eyes. Mm-hmm. He said, like 20 seconds later, 
these people, the people next to you going to do it, those three. And then before you know, a minute mm-hmm. later, everybody going to be looking up, squinting, mm-hmm. squinting at nothing. Mm-hmm. But that's just how, that's just how humans are. Yeah, so you got sure. you, you to utilize that and understand the psychology of people and not get mad at it, but kind of use it to your advantage, you know? That shit used so to that's the frustrate me like no other, man. Bro, like, you talk about it all the time, bro. Yeah, it used to frustrate Yeah, but you were talking, you were telling me like, yo, so what? You know what it was? It was more, I think it was just music-wise. It was, for me, it was more ego thing. You know what I'm saying? Because like, mm-hmm. like we talked about off-air, there's different ears for different music. But when I'm in right. my pocket and I see people in my pocket that I know I'm fucking nice. I don't mind that shit. I'm just, the only thing in life, I'll be arrogant and cocky and pull my card right. in. Like, you're not going to beat me on that. You know, and... It would just frustrate me when I put something up. My shit got 340 views. This one got 3,000. I'm like, this nigga just rhymed cat, hat, bat, rat. And I'm like, that shit used to irk the shit out of me. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I look at, like, how you said, even with from the way we are built, I put in a rhyme, and I'm actually going to start using this. And I said, um, your friend can be your favorite rapper, not just a favorite rapper you know. And it seems like we have this limitation. Like, people be like, Trav can't be my favorite trainer. The nigga online that has 600,000 followers is my favorite trainer, but you're better than that trainer. And right. I always wondered why is it that we're just conditioned to like, kind of like you said, we just follow the pack, you know? Bro, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not for you to decipher, bro. You just got to deal with it. I'm same learning thing with that. You. Yeah. It's the same thing with you, bro. I'm pretty sure right now you, you go to your job right now. There's a nurse that look as fire, fire, mm-hmm. like solid 10. They're, mm-hmm. they're out there. But, you know, a lot of these nurses, they regularly they probably follow 5,000 and got, you know, 1,000 followers. You go see that girl on Instagram that probably just as fire, but, like, her, her likes, her every, everything is blown up. She's going to have a check. You're going to be more attracted to her. When you see both of them together, mm. you're going to jump at that one. Even mm. though this one right here in your backyard, yeah, we that built that much like attention. That. Mm-hmm. It's, we built like that, bro. It's you crazy. can't be mad at it when you when it's when you on that side of the stick, right. though, because you do it too. Sure, you know what I'm saying? we, we right. all do it. It becomes part you of the journey, and at the other side of that, too, right. like the growth and the learning. Like I was listening to Joe Rogan yesterday, and he said something. He was like, "I don't look at any numbers." And he's a number one podcast. He says, "I don't look at numbers because if I got five million downloads, I see somebody got five million and one. Now I feel away." He's like, right. "I gotta just sit in my pocket and do what I gotta do." And I had, mm-hmm. to, I had to learn that. Like, bro, that shit used to frustrate me. Like, I wanted to, like, just rage and do an album against everybody. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, that, and I think, though, that, that gets you nowhere, bro. Nowhere. It gets but, you nowhere. But frustrated. It gets you nowhere. But frustrated. It gets, it gets you nowhere, bro. You got to yeah. figure out. I feel like even, like, for instance, even saying that you the best gets you nowhere. The best yeah. don't got to say they're the best. Right. Elon Musk, Elon Musk is not saying, yo, I'm the best engineer out. Right. Never. Right. N- never. Yeah. Ever, I think he, got he created. Bank, he, he, he created PayPal years ago. Yeah, PayPal. He yeah. created that. People don't even, even know, know that he created that. Nah. Yeah, bro, he created and sold it. Yeah, he created that years ago. He never said, bro. He's working on like he literally. Said, I watched the interview the other day. He said, "Oh yeah, I'm like, what he said? He said like I sleep in the office because he like he's so frustrated and he is so it's so nerve wracking like dealing with like you know the engine of like the rockets and all this other shit." Right. Bro, he's probably one of the best engineers out. He ain't never said, yo, I'm sure. the best. Yeah. He was focused, focused yeah. on the craft. Yeah. And like, you know, and then use that to your advantage. Like I said, like even, you know, like, you know, everybody is like, I, I guess, uh, I name his terms, dick, dick suckers, right? Yeah. So you got to find a way to get to the people that they be dick sucking. Yeah. And then they like you. Then they co-sign you. Then everybody's going to co-sign you. Well, yeah, I wrote like, that. <laughs> I wrote that too. It's like, I need a famous co-sign. Like, I ain't been nice this whole time. Y'all can blow mine. Literally the whole nine. Take it on and swallow it. My blue check, well, let's say my blue balls get relief from a blue check. Then you choose to follow it. Like, it's like, I need that cosign. Now you're on my, it's just, you know what it is? I just, because I'm so into like support your own. See, I tag that all the time, support your own. You do, because yeah. Because I want everybody to win. And it's hard. Nobody's on your payroll. So they're not obligated to. But I right. try to because even with this, like my audience becomes yours and vice versa, you know? And right. that's why I let anybody, anybody that want to come on my show, even if you, well, you got to have something to offer. But, like, if you're doing something, I want to push you. Even if you got a little business where you're selling pens here, you right. know, though it's fine. Eventually, I'm going to start charging. But, like, you know what I mean? Right. It's all good. But let's go back to what everything you're doing, bro. How do you even – actually, my question before that, I said I'm going to get back to it. Where did the name Curve Lab come from? Why that? Oh, Curve Lab? So the way I think about it, I, you got to break it down, right? So what do you do in a lab? In a lab, you're working on something. Mm-hmm. You're working, you're trying to you're trying to create a solution to a problem. And when it came to curve, curve, I came up with that because when you really think about it, internally and externally, your body's made up of curves. 
right? Whether mm-hmm. whether it's your organs, whether it's your muscles, your glutes, whatever. So in my in my idea, I'm working on you internally and externally to mm-hmm. make you a better person. So we take care of both. So externally mm-hmm. is like we're gonna we're gonna put certain garments on you that looks good on you, but internally we're gonna make sure that you know about like eating right, make sure you know about like how to recover, right. um, things of that nature, how to train in a functional manner. So it is basically like us just working on people. That's just dope. You making a better person through different through different pillars. So the three pillars is like I said, vitals is the athletic loungewear, mm-hmm. training and recovery. Hopefully what this engine becomes bigger and I'll be able to add more pillars and just make this a just a one-stop shop for like wellness from the lens of the culture. But um mm-hmm. that's where we at right now. Yeah, that's that's fire, man. And I also saw some of the um the things that you wrote on it. Like you would you say you can't spend money from a hospital bed or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but money means nothing from a hospital bed. Right, right. And yeah. I, I like I, little messages like and I get get what you're saying because you mentioned something earlier where it's like I want to put a message out. Right. And that's like subliminal. You know what I'm saying? Like it's an very, very kind of subliminal. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, and you know, it's the it's, it's the whole thing, bro. Like I even put up a video talking about it. Like basically, like you know, at the end of the day, it's illegal to be naked, so we got to wear these clothes. And, and people are like, <laughs> out, people are out of sight, out of mind type of people. You know, right. so if I'm putting this message in front of you, like you go look at your closet and you see it, it's like, all right, maybe you'll be mindful. Just like yeah. when you, I'm pretty sure you go on Instagram, you don't want to work out. You see three of your friends work out, you're like, oh fuck, I'm yeah, I gotta get it in. That, that, that yeah, actually yeah. happened to me today. I don't want to go, bro. I'm still recovering yeah. from. <laughs> Bro, I, I I just came from DR for the week, man. I did so much damage to my body, man. And like I don't want to go yeah. in. And I gotta yeah, go. Yeah. I gotta go. Gotta go. You know what I'm saying? Um I'll be Got in there. Even if it's like a warm-up, just to do something and then tomorrow I pick it up and then Friday I pick All it right. up. You know what I'm saying? But um yeah. so yeah, so your twenty twenty seem to be very um that seemed to be very pivotal for you in terms of like you getting out of the um the the employee mindset. Which again, for anybody right. for me, anybody you might disagree with this part. Like for me, if you're in a situation where you got mad response, like you don't have any kids, I don't have any kids. Like if you got mm-hmm. mad responsibilities and you're in a place where you can take care of your family, I, I don't see there's nothing may not be the best option, but like that's the position you're in. You're able to buy your house for your family and everything like that. Then so be it. You know what I'm saying? But I think if you have the opportunity, you should try to strike at it. You know, and some of us are slow starters. Like me, I'm a slow starter, but once I start, I'm on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, everybody's in different positions, you know, so I'm not trying to, because I agree with you with that, like, do more, don't just fall in line, you know, at my right. job, I spend most of my time working on other shit, you know, I'm no, if yeah, you're yeah. my employer, you're, you didn't hear that, but, you know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> Fact. it is what it is, but 2020 seemed to be very pivotal, pivotal for you, but I'm gonna ask yeah. you something else in 2020, because now we're gonna get a little unprofessional, All right. what was that like for you as a healthcare worker, because now you're a hero, right? Right, terrified right, right. as shit right you can't put that face on but terrified as right, shit right? Right. right now you're a hero you're a black hero you're a handsome hero i'm not saying you're handsome but you're a handsome guy but you know that's all that bro you look at i can look at somebody and know they're handsome bro it's cool bro but you got the, <laughs> the nipples out in front of me bro so <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yo for the record y'all not seeing this my nipples are not out no nah, they're not out it's just my, a trap you can see my traps you can see a little chest <laughs> You got a little, tra- little, a, little, a little chest head nigga showing off the mane. <laughs> but, yo, so the woman must have been very, very exciting because it was yeah, for me. It, 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 was, it was good, bro. It was good. I mean, but I'm just keeping honest, bro. It's like it's been good for a couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. it's not really a, like I feel like when you get to a point where you're not prioritizing that and you're working on what you got to do, that kind of comes yo, with it. It's true. part of the package, bro. It's part right. of the package. And, you know, when you're younger, you don't really realize that you, you're chasing the women. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm going to, a, it's like, I go to an event and it's like, back when I was like, maybe like 24, 25, even when you first met me, I go to a party and mm-hmm. I don't leave with six numbers. It was a, it was a disappointment. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I got to go back some jobs. Blah, 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 right. You feel me? But you get to the point where it's like, all right, cool, man. Like, it I'm comes. comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. It comes, bro. They, you know, mm-hmm. everybody, people not looking, but they're looking. Right. that makes sense of course you i mean don't let I that saw, go over your head <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. I, actually I like that guy dropping bars over here i'm the rapper man but <laughs> like i was um like i've always done well with women myself like it was never a thing and honestly right. me i wasn't the type because for me me going to a, a spot i'm not a shooter you know i know my strengths and weaknesses and it's not an insecurity mm. i just know what i'm strong at so it's like right right i may not start the conversation but i'm gonna close 95 mm, percent. you know what i'm saying so that was never a thing for me that. going out but I noticed the uptick. And then again, 
people was isolated. So for me, bro, I was get it was disgusting, man. I, it just yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was it wasn't bad, bro. The beginning, of course, like nobody wants to see anybody, but come mm-hmm. to a summer, it was like you know. And then not only that, you gotta remember around that time, like my like my utilization of social media was a little bit different too. Mm-hmm. Like I made a YouTube talking about nursing. I started posting nursing that. posts yeah. that were going viral. So it was like I was getting a lot of attention during that time. So yeah. like you know, you know, it comes with it, bro. A little DM here. What you doing this weekend? I'm not doing anything because I'm not going anywhere. So I was like, <laughs> oh, all right, cool. Like you know, I'm outside. It was perfect. It was like what phase one, phase two. I get anywhere in New York in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it Yo, was like that, that was so fucking. <laughs> that didn't help. Bro. That didn't not help the the. <laughs> The slowdown of the ass, bro. Like, yo, it, it, yo, it, it boosted it. Like, oh, you live in Brooklyn? I get there in twenty minutes. Bro, like, I, was, cool. I was, I was dealing with girls in Connecticut, taking me twenty five minutes to get up to Connecticut. Now it's like an hour to get up there. Not, I'm yo. not seeing them anymore, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just for the record. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, during the pandemic, bro, it was like it was love, bro. Like it's just like okay, cool, whatever. And then, like you know. Everything was just easier, bro. We go to the store, we skip the line because they're like, "Oh, you a nurse? Show your ID." Skip yeah. the line. That's when people were still lining up. I go to the liquor store, quick, get a bottle, easy, go wherever. I've gotten free bottles. I, I learned the trick. I will go into the liquor store around here until they kind of caught up, and I will go in there with my scrubs on, and they would give me like not the big bottle, but you know, like the little bottle, the little one. Right, right, right. right. And I'm like, "Yo, take this. Thank you, thank you for your service." And it was good. It was lit. It was Even you mentioned you mentioned the that. I remember walking to the to Target. And I had the ID, bro. I was walking in slow motion. Some people was fucking mad. I walking in slow motion, feeling like Jay Z walking in the club. Yeah, and shit. Uh, literally, bro. Literally. <laughs> you know bro it was, now I know what it feels like to be a veteran, because like veterans go through shit like yeah. that. They show their thing and thank you for your service. That that was us. Like it was lit. It was like yo, it was lit, bro. It was lit. Come on, just man. in general, like, man. I did a, um one of one of the songs I did went viral where I was talking about my experience as an RT. And, you know, mm. in it, you know what I'm saying? Just during, like, actual, like, emergencies. And, um, I mean, it was just like, Sandy, what you doing? Oh, I see you work healthcare. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing? Are you coming out? Are you tested? Do you have COVID? I'm like, nah. Kill, kill, kill. Yeah. And I thought yeah, it would man. be a slower year. That was one of my more active years. And, you know, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't say, I, it, was, it was pretty average for me. Like, you know, the numbers are pretty steady for the most part. But, yeah. Um, nah, I was I was out there, bro. <laughs> I was out I would there, just, man. Would, not even on purpose. Just it just happened. It, it was just happening, bro. Yeah. Was, no one had nothing to do, bro. So it yeah. was like there's yeah. no parties, there's nothing. So it was quick, like, and it was cheaper too, because everything was like picnics. Like, oh, right. we going to the going to the pier. We're going here. All right, to the yo, crib. I didn't it. even do that, bro. As I think about it, it was like, <laughs> yo, are you right? It was a lot cheaper, yo. You want to um, you want to come? I'll cook for you. That was my line. And yeah, it, that was happening. Whew. That was happening. Yeah. Or girl, be like, happening. you know, I come cook for you, but I don't do that. If I don't know you, I don't know if you clean. I ain't coming to eat your food. But, right. yeah, memories, man. And escaped it yeah, all with man. no STD. So shout out to 2020 or COVID. As far as I know, knock on wood, I, I never got this shit. So Never? I, I don't want to say that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> the pie was like, you good? But um, I might have been Your asymptomatic, knowledge. you know? Yeah. Right, right. I had one day while I was sick. You caught it. I caught it, I thought I caught it in 2020, but I had no antibodies. But I caught it recently. Like, I caught it during the um, Omicron surge, like around Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it around that time. So I went two years pretty good. I was sick in the very, very beginning. So I'm pretty right. sure me and um, Ori joke about it all the time. She's like, yeah, I gave you COVID because I went to her birthday party. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it was like the very <laughs> beginning of March. And I got sick a week later. So I could have swore I had it, but no antibodies. That must have been scary as fuck. Oh, you know it's crazy. I didn't know what was going on at that time because mm. this is the this is the very beginning of March. It wasn't until mid March yeah. where it was talking about the first case because you know it's speculation that COVID was here since like January, February, but um it, no one knew about it. But like I didn't know what was going on. I'm thinking like, I was got a bad cold. Right. A week later, shut down. That's when we had our first patient with COVID come in, and you know they got them in a the little little plastic yeah, inspirated yeah. like you know the you know yeah, the thing that they go over rooms. there the, yeah. right right not that they don't have an iso room it's like you use a transport you put them oh, in a yeah, yeah, you yeah, put yeah, that yeah, thing yeah, over yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah. right 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 with the with the uh negative pressure machine and right. connected into it so oh, the first time so it was like oh a week two weeks later then i put it together like oh i could I, maybe i had COVID. Man, I had it, man. right right there was, was no scary. testing at that time that shit right. was scary for me because remember they was making people quarantine i i came back from brazil late february early march and mm. 
then I had a like an allergic reaction where my lips blew up and I had to go to the ER. And he was like, have you traveled anywhere? And I said, yeah, I just came back from Brazil and I caught it. I was like, fuck, they're going to make me stay in this hospital. Luckily, they didn't. You know what I mean? But right, you know right, right, right. That, that, that shit was wild. So I'm going to end with this, Luckily man. Enough. We got a lot to talk about, man. But like I've had you for like an hour and a half and I know you were a busy, busy man. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna end you with two things. One, okay, cool, bro. Given given how you have so much going on, how do you balance your romantic release relationship side, if at all? Right. Um, for me, it's just being upfront mm-hmm. with uh, women that I date. Like they kind of got to know that this is my priority right now. Right. That like you know, at the end of the day. Like you kind of either gonna be second or third in line. Like it's gonna be what it's gonna be my dreams, what I'm working on right now, and where I want to see myself. And that's gonna be myself as well. Because at the end of the day, I gotta take care of myself, and that's yeah. gonna be you. But like when you explain, it sounds hard when you say it and you explain to them. It's just like, oh, that makes sense. And I'm all the type of person. Like I'm, a, I'm a very empowering person. Like most people that talk to me, they feel empowered. Right. So like I kind of I, I empower the women that I date too. Like what what are you working on? Like why are you exactly why are you at why are you at this dead end where you feel like you have no dreams and all you do is work and then go drink three times a week right. on third on Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Like what else do you want to see in life? Like where right. do you want to go? And I get them thinking and I'm gonna push them too. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I've always I've always said this, like any woman that I date, like they're better with me. Like right. it's always like mm. I could probably say nine times out of ten, it's a drop off after we stop dealing with each other. Boom. Nine times out of ten. There you go. So it's just like, you know, I'm a I'ma tell you that this is what I'm working on, but I want you to work on yourself too, because it, it can't be a on one person doing it and the other right. person well, not. You don't, like, you, gotta, don't, you don't want an anchor. And what I mean by anchor, I mean somebody that keeps you stuck in one spot or somebody that you gotta pull along with you. You know what I'm saying? Hundred like, percent, bro. And, yeah. and it's frust- it's frustrating dealing with people like that. Like I gotta drag you somewhere, like yeah. you know, I'm a I'm going to irritate you. I'm going to frustrate myself. No one's happy because I want more out of you. So it's like, and right. you, I also, I also vet these type of people too. Like, you know, we talk, whatever, like two, three weeks, a month. Mm-hmm. What is she doing with herself? If this, it's the Big same fact. pattern of Big like fact. going work, go home, watch Netflix and drink. That girl not for me anyway. So right. it's like, right. yeah, 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 there you good. go. And that, that would only yeah. get worse. More money you got coming in, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and that'll just, that'll yeah. just kind of um, empower her to just kind of, yeah, right, right, right. yeah. There's a new yeah. show on Netflix. Let me watch this. You know what I mean? But you said you something earlier. You said something huh? earlier that I found interesting. Right? You and I are both fans of Uncle Kevin. Right? Rest in peace. Right? Facts. And you said something where you was like, "Yeah, see, you just lost fans right there for saying facts." But um, <laughs> <laughs> yo, listen, man. People, like I said, the critical thinking thing. People don't know how to like look past certain things. When you look at the message. Yo, the delivery was exactly. harsh. I would, I will agree. Mm-hmm. I've always said that delivery is harsh, but if you look at the message, bro, he just wanted people to be reasonable. Right. Like, be reasonable, man. Like that's I, it. I live I lived that I've lived that life all my life. Cause that's how I want to be told. If you tell me, I don't know if you saw on Instagram, I'll put up the other day, like I had these like whack ass jeans on and people was like flaming me, right? Tell nah, them, I like, yeah, yeah, they was bad, yo. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> the only ones I had clean because everything is in the washing machine, right? They wasn't dirty, yeah. they were just like dad jeans and shit, right? My grandmother mm. made fun of me. People's going in on me and I'm making a, I'm using a joke example, but like I live in a world where I want you to tell me, nah, that's not it. You know, and right. a lot of people don't like that. And I feel like, they don't. well, I feel like women, especially in certain categories, you can't sugarcoat shit. Like I tell any girl that I'm dealing with, this is the situation. You know, if it's just a sexual thing, this is it. I've never lied to a woman to get anything. You shouldn't. And they tell me that I'm harsh. Right. And I tell my little cousins all the time, I'm like, she's made her decision. Don't lie. You know, if she's going right. to do it, she's going to do it. And right. um, the reason why I brought up Kevin Samuels was because you said, like, I don't mind if we're in a position, I'll take care of my, you know, she can stay at the home, but she got to handle her shit at home, too. Right. Right. And what did you mean by that? You know, because um, a lot of these girls say, like, I stay at home and I'll fuck my man good. But I can just going off the show that I saw with him and like a couple of the other manosphere places. I can get pussy anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, what right. else are you giving me if, while I'm at well, work? I, I could also say, like, you know. Venus, I feel like there's like this negative connotation because you know at the end of the day, like this, there's a huge surge with like you know women who are making more money. Sure. Uh, black women are the most educated like demographic in America, yeah, so they you. are they, yeah they are black, but they also are women. So women yeah. are just doing more of these things, right? right? So this this negative connotation of like you're being a housewife has come has a has yeah. risen, you can say, yeah. but it's not a bad thing. It's like not. I, it's, it's not a, it's a job, and I right. would respect I would respect my wife. Like I'm not, I wouldn't look at her like, oh, you're not doing nothing. Like you just lazy. It's like, yo, that's a job. Yeah. 
that's the right. job in itself. And if you respect your, if you respect a woman, let's say it does get to that point where I'm making so much money where like that's a, a viable option. You can't, I would never throw it on her face like, oh, you're not working, you don't have any money. It's like, yo, babe, you're doing your you're doing a job too. Yeah. So it's all good. We well, both see that's the difference. You ain't trying to be like that. That's a nigga that needs some type of power. You know, like that's different. Right, right. Yeah, that's right, that's, right. that's that's some I don't like the term beta alpha, but that's some beta shit. You know, I don't I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. No, I respect that, man. And you know, I think that's a sign of a good man for myself. Like that's part of your legacy too, right? Like my wife yeah, at facts. home with my kids makes my kids better. I don't want them home with the nanny. You know, once in a while, I guess. 100%, it has to bro. Happen. Right, but I want you to build that bond with your mom. You know what I'm saying? Right, and, um, 100%. Let me ask you this. Would you ever be the house dad? Would you think you can would ever I, do that? Like, if you dated a I, woman that she owns whatever, you know what I mean? And she's yeah. pulling in, like, 10 mil a year. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that you don't have that upside, but let's just say. Yeah, well, I, well let's, let's just say I don't. I feel like for me, it wouldn't work because, like, I'm, I have real dreams that I right. see happening. Right. So it wouldn't be a thing like, you know, oh, I have too much of an ego where, like, a girl can't make more money than me. Like, or a yeah. woman, I should say. It's, right. it's, it's more so of, like, I have these real dreams sure. that I see and I like my imagination like it comes to me every single day that I don't even think I would live happily if I wasn't working towards it. You yeah, know what I'm I, saying? I agree. So yeah, yeah, so it could be a thing where like, you know, maybe I'm not working as much and like she's saying we work we have a situation where she's funding it. I don't know if my I don't know if I'll feel too comfortable with that. But like we could work <laughs> we could if I really love the woman and I guess in the situation just makes sense that way, then right. we could work on something. But like being like a real stay at home dad, probably not, bro. That'd be tough. Right now. It's like a yeah, cage. It's like a cage lion, bro. And then, you know, yeah, man. They let you back out into the wild, you food. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> like, we got I got things to do, man. Can't just Word. yeah. So bro, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciate you coming. The fucking countdown is on again. So we got two minutes. I'm gonna let you close out. Any message you want to give to like the young dudes out there? Because I see you pushing, I see you actually talking to people as well. Yeah, right, Passing right. game, and that's important. You know what I'm saying? People that yeah. are going through it should be teaching people that want to go there. You know, some of y'all right. niggas gotta listen. A lot of y'all don't listen. You want the easy right, part, right. like that's a fact. But what would your what would your advice or if you have any message that you do want to put out there? Um, advice for young dudes. I talk to a lot of young dudes. Anything is possible, man. And it sounds it's very cliche. Yeah. But if you put your mind in the way where like you you can see things and you just execute, because everybody got an idea. They said a cemetery is like the biggest place of like ideas because people mm. just have ideas and they got these imagination right. and they just do nothing with it. They don't execute. So like the idea is cool, but after you get the idea, execute and just work. Yeah. Don't be scared to fail. Just try. Like exactly. trying is trying is cool. People got to get out that mindset of like, oh, I don't want to try. I don't want to look, look stupid. Right. Who cares? Exactly. Just try. Exactly. Just try. And you'll figure it out. You know? Exactly. Like, Failure is not a bad thing. One of my favorite quotes is smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. So you mm. have to go there and take your L's. And what you just said, I'm going to mention a rapper that you probably don't know about because you listen to niggas like Little Shoelace Sneaker Man, little shit like that. Nah, Red Man, you know Red Man, right? Red Man said, I do know Red Man. <laughs> everybody got a dream, but not everybody has an execution. And yeah, that's it. That's a fact. Yo, so how do people get in contact with you? Because you're a man of many, many, many hats. So how do we, yeah. how, how do we reach you? All right, so real quick, uh, Trev, T-R-E-V underscore C-N. That's my personal page. If you want any services from Curve Lab, recovery, uh, act tools, massage therapy, cupping, personal training, group group classes, uh, you want the Curve Lab Vitals Apparel, Curve Lab on Instagram. So it's Curve with a K, so K-U-R-V-E-L-A-B. Um, that's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. Any emails, info at curvelab.com. And that's pretty much how you could get me. I always answer within a couple of hours. So I know that. And I'll put that, I'll put that in the description for the people that follow my page. Um, you know, we're mutual friends, so you can just kind of find them on cool. my friends list as well. So, yo, thank you for coming, man. And bro, pause again. Thank you for being <laughs> a guest on the show. But no um, problem, bro. And um, you know, I'm looking forward to doing more work and doing more things with you and just seeing your growth, man, because it's it's been one of my favorite shows on TV, man. Just watching your development, bro. So keep going. Appreciate man. that, bro. It means a lot, bro. Same with you, bro. You've been you've been real consistent with this. I'm like, all right. Because yeah. you're on like no what, sixties now, right? Nah, this is number fifty two. If this 52. if it goes in line, like I might do another episode before I drop this one, like then release yeah. it one day. This would okay. be I just released number fifty one. I'll just say that. 
Okay, got you, got you. And then finally yeah, started. Not, that's not easy, bro. No, nah, it's not. And I finally started. Finally, again, I said I'm a slow start. I built the studio. Finally started doing like my voiceover auditions and things like that. So that money's about to be right. coming in, man. But no, nah, it's not easy, man. If people don't understand, yo. Yeah. You got to market. You got to listen. You got to edit. You got to get the guests. You got to get the topics. But I enjoy it, man. So yeah, yeah. I, feel it, like I feel like I got a voice, man. And so, you know, it is what it is, bro. Doing That's work right, over here. Yes, sir. So, yo, That's it's right. your man, Ian, Trav CN. Again, thanks for coming on the show, man. And we'll do a part two one day. All right, bro. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure. I had a great time. It was too easy. Yeah. <laughs> this is my man's first one and killed it. Facts, yeah. bro. We trying. Yeah, it's all good, bro. Only I can say I killed it on my first time. On other things, but yo, <laughs> holla at me, yo. Peace.